0: us through uh, why I quit Netflix. So I know Jen is asking for, um, or her her talk is going to include um, a lot of engagement, so please do participate. Um, So just show of hands here if you do have a Netflix account. Wow, you guys actually pay for Netflix? Wow, okay. Well, thank you. Thank you. It's people like you. It's people like you that we need in this place, so. So I will, I will pass it on to, to Jen and. Uh, good. Cool. You want me to tap it? Do you want to do it? I can do it for you, whatever you want to do. Yeah, okay.
1: Hi, everybody. I'm Jen. Um, Akram's been um, bothering both me and George for some time to come in and speak and we've both been telling him we're not speakers so, <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm not a speaker um, I'm not well versed in scripture or theology um, but one thing I can offer today is just a simple story um, an experience that I went through and hopefully you can take whatever if anything from it um, but before we start I want to go around the room and everyone just share your name. And I'm going to ask you a question. What would you do if you were to get or uh, receive $10,000 a week for the rest of your life? What would you do with that money? Okay, so I'll go around the room, state your name, and what would you do with $10,000 every week for the rest of your life? Who wants to start? Which side? Okay, go for it. Uh,
0: $10,000. my job. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would travel. I would, I travel? would definitely travel. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yusuf? Don't forget to state your name for people who don't know. I'm sure everyone knows you. Um, from. We can
2: travel together. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that. I'll work. I'll work a couple of days a month.
1: Mariana. Mariana.
3: At I quit my
4: job.
1: Okay. <laughs> think big. What else would you do? Um, uh, maybe start my own
3: business. Okay. Cool. Fatty. I'll probably drop too. Okay.
1: In the back. Uh, Myrna. Myrna. Um, I think I also agree okay. that, with the travel part. Okay. That's <laughs> 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 okay guys. This
0: way we're just going to charter a plane.
1: Okay. Um, I
5: do like the traveling idea.
1: <laughs> 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 it is. yeah. Okay. 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 In the back.
4: Uh, Fetty. Okay. okay, cool.
5: Cool. Uh,
6: Marina. Marina. Would, I would still do the traveling. Aside from
1: that, I would probably adopt uh, dogs. Like oh, dogs, cool. Do my own shelter. Nice. Very
6: cool. Okay. Kiro, uh, I'd probably do something really stupid like buy some magic beans or
2: buy a drone. answer. <laughs> 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 just, just, just <laughs> Mike? Um, for me, yeah, I would definitely like to do some
7: traveling or some nice um, experiences
5: like you can see a good food and
7: things like that. So. Cool. Joe? It's, uh, it's yeah. I would travel, but I would also live in the forest.
1: We live in the forest? Do you need $10,000 a week to live in the forest? <laughs> no, <maybe at> like <laughs> hundred
0: bucks an
4: hour. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hi, Peter. Hi, Peter. Uh,
1: Whoa, that is a good one. Okay, you in the back?
7: Mina, I think I will start my own business as well.
1: Your own business? Yeah. Okay. Hi. Hi.
4: Sandy.
1: Sandy. Um, I think
4: I'd invest then think of <laughs> Cool,
1: cool. So for those who are just walking in the room, a, a, a little bit of a crowd came in. We're just going around the room to state your name and what you would do with $10,000 a week for the rest of your life. So we kind of ended off in this area. Hi, Hi. hi. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> seen you in so long. <laughs> well, what are
6: you, uh, what are you now a week? I don't know. More vacations.
1: More vacations? Okay. And your uh, name for everybody John. in the room? I am
6: John.
1: Okay. John. John. Yeah.
6: Sorry, John, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, yep. Uh,
2: Mike, travel? Travel. Uh, Lewis, more of a senior, serious answer, but probably tie uh, okay. some of it. I some of it. Travel more, go on
1: vacation, buy a nice house. Nice, and, nice. Uh, go part-time uh, my job. Amazing. Cool. And then you in the back. Okay. Uh, my turn. Yeah,
8: uh, you know, uh,
1: is it ten thousand dollars or one
8: hundred thousand dollars a week? a week, a week uh, for the rest week. of your life, oh, a week, yeah, uh, probably, uh, half the best thing, half the other time would be kind of traveling to take care of the vacation,
1: but not a lot of time. Okay, cool.
7: I can get that $10,000 a week <laughs> 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 well, that I will right
1: now. So would I. Uh, <laughs> no,
7: I'd probably spend 30% of it on investments, uh, probably okay. in the financial market. And then I'd take 50% and spend it on real estate and other things. Okay. Like maybe a private jet jet. Uh, and then the last little bit I'd probably spend on supercars.
1: Oh, uh, cool. Uh, in Very calculated answer.
5: There's some people at the back, just give in now.
1: Yes. Um, let's go back to the front. George. Uh,
5: my name is George. Uh, I like how you allocated. So 30% I'd probably spend on food. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, I would put away 50%. you have to burn through it? Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll revise that 50% on food. <laughs> and, uh, and then the rest on, the yeah, I'd tie, then I would uh, do some sort of passion project and travel.
1: Okay, cool. How about you, want <laughs> 10,000. I like that travel, but I would diversify
5: my travel. One of my dreams, not sure if it's possible, is travel to the moon, the outer space. Oh, so really? There is such a ticket to travel back and
3: forth, I would definitely
5: save for this
3: to see like the, the globe get up from the, Very from the moon cool. and then come back and discover the rest of the, uh, uh, Amazing. <laughs> the places on earth. Very <laughs> cool. Okay. Um,
1: so,
8: the <laughs> uh, about 50,
1: so for those who we just, just kind of walked what in, we way. just, um, we went around the room, just introduce yourself and just state what you would do with $10,000 a week for the rest of your life.
5: So, jo- name. George.
1: Yeah. yeah, Nice to see you. So many faces I haven't seen in so long.
5: <laughs> what would you do with $10,000 a week.
1: For the rest of your life, yes.
5: Mm. Uh,
6: quit my job. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, sleep in for like every single day. Mm. <laughs>
5: so far, uh, you've spent your life. i back my time. That's <laughs> what it is. <laughs> right. so, I don't know. I, I, I
6: don't think. I think really the biggest thing for me is just the routine and, and, and that having to necessarily, you know, the, having the freedom. It means me what matters more than anything. Okay, cool. So it's not about the, unfortunately that requires money and that's why I saved 10000 but yes. really what I would enjoy more is just having
7: more of my time back. Cool. Joe. Uh, I'm probably more along the side of what though. Eat.
1: Rami? Um,
4: exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can let it simmer. I, if you don't have an answer now, you can pass. I pass.
4: You pass? Okay. Yeah, pass. pass. <coughs> so, hi, my name is George. Hi, hey, George. a <laughs> <So> lot
5: <long laughs> of George's stuff. Yeah, I just realized that,
4: actually. Um, so, I'm actually, by coincidence, I'm here to talk to you about today about St. John. So so this kind of what at the end we'll talk about this, but St. John is kind of Sunday supper. It's a a service for everyone here for for Sunday. So uh, actually,
5: I use it in St. John. That's what I'm really passionate about.
1: Amazing.
4: There are a lot of things that would
1: happen over there. Um, I thought you
5: were going to say, by coincidence, I make 10 grand. Yeah, me too.
1: Anyone else name and what you would do with $10,000 a, uh, a week, sorry, for the rest of your life? Nancy, you didn't go. I, I probably just travel. Travel? Okay. Anybody else? that I, I, I lost track of people walking in. Anyone else back there? We didn't
2: hear your answer.
1: My answer?
2: Yeah.
1: Well, you'll you, you learn a little bit about me. Um, but with $10,000 a week, I would definitely quit my job with, like, everybody else. Traveling would be in there. Um, I would start my own business. Super cars. Uh, not really into cars. I'll, I'll probably still drive a Civic or something. But <laughs> traveling is definitely up there. Um, okay, so we'll we'll jump right into it. So I just wanted to share with you my story. So on sub- Sunday, September 30th, 2018... Um, my husband and I unsubscribed from Netflix. And um, we had put our son to sleep that night. His name is Nazareth. We went downstairs, sat on the couch, and we did what we typically would do, turn on Netflix, continue a series that we were in, or start something new, until we couldn't keep our eyes open anymore. And then we would just go upstairs and, and pass out. So that night, we did that routine, went upstairs. And I just didn't feel good. Something was not sitting right. And it took me a very long time to figure out what was wrong and what didn't, what didn't sit right. Um, I was sick of sitting on the couch and binge watching Netflix. And I felt like Netflix consumed my life and took over everything. Everything revolved around finishing the day, getting everything that we needed to get done, done, and meeting on the couch to watch TV um we barely talked uh the, the time that we have to talk was the time when our son is down and we weren't talking we were both looking straight at the tv and um, um i felt very guilty for wasting a lot of time and i felt suffocated and so i just said all this to george and george was like okay he pulls out his phone he's like let's unsubscribe I'm like "No, no no <laughs> wait don't do that and uh, he's like, well, if it's causing you all of this grief, it's it's just simple, just to unsubscribe. And so we went back and forth um, debating whether or not we should unsubscribe. It was more of, wait, like, why did I even speak? I shouldn't have said anything. I really don't want to unsubscribe. But then we ended up unsubscribing. And um, we haven't been uh, back on Netflix since. It's been over a year and a little bit. And um, it has completely... Changed our life. Just to kind of show a little graph on, um, or a little chart on what our life looked like, just to put it into perspective. Back then I used to work from home, so I would wake up at 8 o'clock. I didn't have to do the morning commute. Um, I'd work, go upstairs, work from 9 to 5, pick up our son from school. We'd have our family time from 5 to 8, rush to put him to bed, and then pretty much between 8 and 11, we would sit down on the couch and watch TV. Did a little bit of math. Three hours a day times 365 days in the year divided by 24 hours is 45.6 days. That is a month and a half of my life per year sitting down on a couch watching TV. <laughs> Let's look at what we covered over that month and a half. Covered Grey's Anatomy. Any Grey's Anatomy fans in here? One? Um, friends, Parenthood, I think I finished Parenthood like in four days straight, uh, Scandal, How to Get Away with Murder, 13 Reasons Why, which was extremely depressing, um, Downton Abbey, Outlander, The Crown, Atypical, and many, 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 more. This is kind of what I can think of when I was typing this up. How about Daredevil? The... No. No, <laughs> I, I didn't get through that one. <laughs> And this is just Netflix. Like this isn't um, like the movies we would watch, like you know, off schedule. And this is not being on my phone on Instagram. This is like in addition to all the other time wasters in my life. And I really did feel like I was wasting my life. Any any other big big popular TV shows I'm missing or Netflix shows you can think of?
2: There's
1: a new series called The Spy. The Spy. No, I, I wouldn't know any new ones. I'm outdated since 2018. I think I think Gerda was
7: the finishing that year in 2018 and I think some movies came out that year as well. Amazing. I got one
4: for those who are not going to cancel <laughs> <laughs>
7: That's next week's talk. Hilarious. <laughs> next week's talk, I'll do it. Why you shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> we'll all start the blacklist, but you yeah. can't skip ahead. The so Me. funny. I mean,
4: I'm talking like overnight,
7: like three weeks. Yeah. Straight, yeah. And that's
1: that's the problem. The Even now. so, when we worked from home, so there was a period of time where George and I we both worked from home. That's just
4: bad news.
1: Exactly, and we had Netflix, and like I think I did my 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 nine to five job in like a day and a half what? because <laughs> I'm not saying the rest was on Netflix, but. We just wasted so, so much time. Um, What did this do to me? So I just kind of put here um, some things that this did to my life. I was tired. Um, I was exhausted. Because you know when you like, you're just like in a lull. You're you're brain dead. You're not being physically, you're not doing anything. Um, I was addicted. I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait to find out what was next um, and to get to that couch. I felt unsatisfied. I felt guilty. I felt desensitized. Um, which, re- what really surprised me is, before Netflix, I was very uncomfortable with swearing and people around me swear. So I just, I like cringed every time I, I, heard swear words. But then, when watching TV and Netflix, I became desensitized to it. Like I, it didn't bother me anymore. So like my, my standards went down. Um, I felt guilty. I talked about that. I felt sad. Um, You carry the burdens of these fake characters on TV. (laughs) So like going back to Grey's Anatomy when McDreamy died, I was crushed. He He
5: died? Yeah, he died. (laughs) You don't know that?
1: (laughs) (laughs) When breakups happen on TV, I was like, I felt like I was in the relationship and I felt like I was breaking up. Um, Going back to 13 Reasons Why, like that, like it took me weeks to get over that. Um, it, so it, it added zero, zero value, like there's not one positive word up here, um, so it added zero value to my life, and I was clearly wasting precious time that um, God had given me. So I was actually listening to a sermon by Father Anthony, and he used an interesting analogy. This kind of brings us back to why my, my initial question of what would you do with $10,000 every week. So here is the analogy. Imagine a new bank opened up and was giving away $10,000 every Monday. You could do whatever you, you want with it. Um, you can pay your debt, you can buy a, a supercar, you can go shopping, whatever. But there's only one rule. And that one rule is you need to spend that $10,000 by the following Monday. And if you don't spend it, then you lose that, you lose that money, you've got to give it back. But the next Monday, you can get another $10,000. So what would you do? Would you say that it's too much effort to get up and go to the, the bank to get that $10,000? Or would you go to the bank? Go to the bank. Right. It, it's, um, you would go to the bank, and you would take that $10,000. Um, and there's so much that I would do I would do with that $10,000. I would put it towards my mortgage. I would travel, like what we talked about, start businesses. I would save for my son's school, whatever. But I would never waste the opportunity to get a free $10,000 a month. Who would? But did you know that every week God gives us 10,000 minutes every single week? It's actually 10,080 minutes every single week. And he gives us that 10,000 minutes every single week to do whatever we want with. Those 10,000 minutes are essentially our currency um, that can change our life. And we can use those 10,000 minutes on so many things. We could use it on our careers. We can use it on our relationships. We can use it to spend time with family. We can choose to sleep all day. Um, But at the end of the week, those 10,000 minutes are gone and you will never have them back again. And um, at the end of the week, you only have the return of what you invested your time in. So at the end of my 45.6 days of watching Netflix a year, I have, I have nothing to say that I did. I accomplished absolutely nothing and I gained absolutely nothing um, with those 45.6 days. Um, I, was I was distant from God. Uh, I wasn't investing in my marriage. Um, I wasn't actually any aspirations that I had in life. And I had some. I still have some. Um, but I wasn't doing anything about it. So I believe that everyone, everyone in this room, um, has an aspiration in their lives. Um, in your life, you have a goal that you want to achieve. Um, and your success in achieving this goal ultimately depends hundred percent on how you spend your 10,000 minutes a week. Some people use their 10,000 minutes a week very um, wisely. Some people use it to cure cancer, research, um, to invest in amazing relationships and friendships. Some use it to read the Bible. Some use it to evangelize. Um, So the question is, how are we all using our 10 minutes that God gives us each week? St. Paul tells us in Ephesians 5, 15 to 16, see... Then, that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. So I kind of put a little bit of translation there. See that you live. Circumspectly means intentionally, so carefully. Um, so if I, and and um, because the days are evil is kind of telling you or telling us that um, time's not on our side. Time is going to run by and it's going to run by quick. So see then that you live intentionally, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because time is not on our side, Ephesians 5, 15 to 16. The worst feeling, and I feel this almost every year, hopefully this year will be different for me, but every December 31st, sitting in church, I reflect back, and I think, first of all, wow, this year went by extremely fast, and wow, wow nothing has changed in my life. I'm not reading the Bible anymore. I'm not praying anymore. There's absolutely nothing that I can say um, that has kind of improved or, or I did anything big in my life. And it's such an awful feeling. And um, I, I, I wish and I, I pray that one day that I can sit there in the back of the church on December 31st and say, wow, this year I really picked up the Bible and I got to read the Bible or wow, this year I finally developed some sort of prayer life or this year I finally achieved this goal or that goal. Um, I don't want to look back on the year and and say nothing has changed in my life. So as we're winding down 2019 and looking forward to the new year, I want to take control of 2020. I don't want it to just pass by. I want to make the most of it and the most of the rest of my life. Uh, We need to use those 10,000 minutes God gives us every day to get somewhere with a purpose, not just kind of let time go and end up where we end up. So let's talk about how we are going to make the most of 2020. So there are three turning points that will help us do this, and you can apply it to absolutely anything. So the three turning points are turn, the first one is turn when into now. Second one is Turn intentions to actions, and the last one is turn my whole heart to Jesus. And we'll just go through each of these um, briefly. So turn when into now. So I would love to remove the word when and just absolutely and, and replace it with with now. Um, how many times have we said when this blank, then I will blank when? Winter's over, then I will start working out. When my busy season at work is done, then I'll pick up the Bible. Or when I get married, or when I have kids, then. Um, We frequently use um, the when, the when excuse. Um, George and I used the when excuse quite frequently. we would delay date nights and spending quality time together. We would delay investing in our relationship. Um, sometimes we would say, like, when we get through the season of Troy, then like we'll go out for a date. You know, just but tonight let's just let's just get through it. Or when whatever. Um, so um, let's not make excuses. Um, there's never going to be a good time. Just turn when into now. You can live your whole life saying when, and when will never come. So just pick up your phone. I'm not saying that the Netflix situation applies to you, but using my Netflix analogy, just pick up your phone and unsubscribe. Um, Find out what is wasting your valuable time um, and do something about it, okay? Second thing is turn intentions into actions everyone take a moment and think about something God wants you to accomplish in 2020. I'm not going to ask you to share it. Just think about something in your head. Maybe he wants you to spend more time with family. Maybe he wants you to have a healthier lifestyle. Um, Maybe he wants you to spend more time with him. Or maybe he wants you to get your finances in order. Whatever it is, think of that, that one thing. There's a verse in the book of James that actually really hit home for me. The verse is, um, therefore, to him who knows to do good and does not do it, to him it is a sin. James 4.17. Okay, I'm going to repeat it one more time. Therefore, to him who knows to do good and does not do it, to him it is sin. So this, this applies to us, and this applies to whatever we know that God wants us to do in our life. So if we were to replace those words with, if we know that God wants us to start a business and if we don't do it, it is a sin. Or if we know that God wants us to visit our neighbor and we don't do it, to him it is sin. Um, Another example is, if we know that God wants us to apologize to this person and we don't do it, to him it is a sin. So that really kind of struck home with me. Um, I'm reading that. Um one thing on this one once once we've actioned our intentions no matter how simple or how small it is it's an investment that we've that we've made we've made to our goal or made to our asp- aspirations that you're just getting a step closer to so by us doing that simple thing of unsubscribing was that simple action that we took to get one step closer to our our goal? Um, so no matter how small that investment is, that'll help us get to turning into turning our intentions to our actions. And lastly, turn my whole heart to Jesus. Um, so all of us, we're all Christians. Uh, we love Jesus. Um, but what do you think would happen to a marriage if? we treated our relationship with Jesus, sorry, what do you think would happen to our marriage if we treated the relationship that we have with our spouse like how sometimes we treat Jesus? Um, what would a marriage look like if you woke up in the morning and you didn't say good morning? Or if you your spouse cooked you an amazing dinner and you ate it without speaking or even saying thank you? Or going to bed without saying good night to that spouse? Um, that wouldn't be um, a good relationship. And this is how we treat Jesus sometimes. So we need to think about in 2020, how do we invest in our relationship with the Lord? Um, How are we going to invest our 10,000 minutes each week with him and give our whole heart to him? This will definitely add to making the most of, of 2020. So this is my last slide. Um, I just thought I would share with you, again, part of my story of what I did this year with an extra 45.6 days, right? So over a year has gone by since we've quit Netflix, so I gained this much time in my life, unbelievably. Um, so the first thing is turned when into now. Me and George talk now. <laughs> I'm not saying we didn't talk before, but um, we've had really, like, deep, meaningful discussions um we developed a stronger friendship a stronger relationship um, we put our, each other first and we did it intentionally um, and we did it we did it right away and we spent quality time this past year like we had have had never had before um, the second thing that we did so turn actions into now. So this is not just a really cute picture of our son. It is a very cute picture of our son. But if you are to notice what he's wearing, he's wearing his pajamas. And these pajamas um, have Noah on it, a boat, a rainbow. So they're, they're uh, pajamas of Noah's Ark. This is actually a business that me and my husband started, Christian Children's Pajamas. Um, and th- and this is something that we have been wanting to do for so, so long. Um, We've always wanted to start a business together, but we never did anything about it. We just sat on it and sat on it for a very long time. And by us taking out all that time that we spent on Netflix and replacing it with actions, like starting our own business, um, allowed us to do it. Please pray for us. We haven't launched yet, but they're in production. The pajamas are being made right now. And we're really excited. They should be shipped to us um, by the end of January.
5: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so when we, we, we launch, we'll please buy them. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
4: two,
1: between two, ages two to six. Onesies and two pieces.
6: <laughs> Maybe one day.
1: Maybe one day. Pray for
4: us. They've been
0: working, so <laughs> the cat's out of the hat, officially. Okay. So this is, guys, I've, kno- I've known them for a very, very, very long time, and this has been something that they, like, they told me about this idea about two years ago. So when Jenny talks about, like, getting rid of Netflix and, and, and spending time and investing time, they put a lot of effort into this. So um, just to, to, to see it come to life where, you know, the time is actually well spent. And I've seen some of the pajamas and they look really cute too. So for, for those who have nieces or nephews, and maybe in, in George's yeah, you to do fun. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is a true it is a true testament that you know when you put time when you put time aside and you invest it into something that's healthy, that's um that's worth worth the time, it, it, it makes a lot more uh, it's a lot more feasible and a lot more rewarding.
1: Thanks, Haki. And the last box of turning my whole heart to Jesus, I'm working on it. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm praying that 2020 is a new year um, on this specific topping. ask you to pray uh, sorry, this specific topic. I ask you to pray for me. Um, but um, I, I would love to make 2020 about giving my heart to Jesus. Maybe I should start now. I don't know. turn my actions, my uh, when into now, shouldn't wait for 2020. So that's what we did with an extra 45.6 days. Um, so now I'm gonna ask you two more questions, kind of um, similar to how we started off. Um, but instead instead of asking you what you would do with $10,000 a week, let's change it to 10,000 minutes a week. So what would you do with your 10,000 minutes per week in 2020? Um, think about something that you've always wanted to do that you've been putting off that um, you keep saying when blank then I will blank and then the second question is what will you take out of your life that is stealing your God-given time um, to do it so take a minute think about those things um, and think about like when when I was reflecting on what was stealing my time like there's so so much out there um our phones are such a such a big thing. Like we all know it. I'm not gonna kind of go into those details. Um, hanging out with friends in an unproductive way, maybe like sitting around gossiping. Um, I don't know. like what are we what is in our life that is taking over everything um, that we need to remove? Um, so that we can take a step closer to what we want to accomplish. So two questions is, what will you do with your 10,000 minutes per week in 2020? Um, Think about something that you've been putting off that you want to do, and what will you take out of your life to help you get there? So just think about it for 30 seconds, and then I would love if anybody wants to share, it would be awesome to to hear your thoughts. me. Thank you can for I that can feedback. Your
8: no, no, that's, <laughs>
1: thank you. That's, that's great. Great to hear your thoughts. Anybody want to share what they're going to do with their 10,000 minutes? Take out. No pressure, but it would be nice. Start in the back and then move your. Your name was Meena. No, am I wrong?
2: <laughs>
7: I'm wrong, right? Am I wrong? I think would, I would get off of social media. I don't think I spend as much time on Netflix. I usually leave Netflix running mm-hmm. overnight, as bad as this sounds. Um, I don't know. I, I don't really watch Netflix all that much. But I would get off of social media and spend more time with like my friends and family, like mm. in person. Yes. I feel like I spend more time sending memes to my friends <laughs> than I do actually saying, how was your day, or you know what are you doing with your life right now? Yeah. Uh, so I think that's probably what, what I would invest it in. I do agree with you that when you take a look at the 10,000 minutes, you never think about God, and I, when you said the $10,000 per week, for some reason, I mean, obviously you would donate some of it, because that's so much money, but I never even thought about God, but then seeing you be like, oh, it's 10,000 minutes, I was like, well, yeah, I would dedicate <coughs> a percentage of that to God, mm. but I didn't dedicate a percentage of that money to God, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it was a really interesting perspective to see how I would mm-hmm. spend my time versus my money.
1: Amazing. On that note of, of social media, you just reminded me. Um, before Netflix, I actually got off of Facebook like a few years back. I don't know how long it's been now. Um, but when I was talking when that slide about what the feelings that I had from watching Netflix, like sad, blah, blah, blah. Like whatever your addiction is or thing that's sucking your time, it's it's. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's probably generating some sort of negative or negative, like, mindset or distraction. And going back to Facebook, it's, um, it, it's just filled with, like, uh, um, bad news, like, from all over the world. Like, I would see so much bad news. Um, and then it just opens the opportunity f- to compare yourself for jealousy or whatever. Um, so when I got off Facebook, it was just, like, so liberating. I'm still on Instagram. And I'm working, I don't think I can quit Instagram yet, but I would love to one day be able to say I quit Instagram, but I'm not there yet. You
5: need to turn when
1: into now. Yeah, I know. (laughs) 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 Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, don't touch my phone. (laughs) Um,
2: uh, Does
1: someone have any, oh, yep.
4: Nice. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> i was one of those people who, but, but I had an app on my phone that <clears throat> showed me how much time I spent on each app. Mm. I was spending a ridiculous amount of time. As soon as you're bored or alone, you just turn it on and you swipe. And it's one of those like, really, I read some stuff about it and, it and it messes with your brain. But since then. something that is going to help you kick the old habit and, and make it a habit.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, I actually wanted to, to cover that of having a plan. Um, don't delay your quitting or your addiction um, but try and get a plan really quick because when we quit Netflix like sometimes we found ourselves just like sleeping really early, right? Like we would put our son to bed, then we like sleep at 8.30, and then there we just translated the time we spent on Netflix to sleeping. Um, so we became very aware of that very quick, of just wasting our time from one thing to another <laughs> thing, but having a plan would really help, would really help fill that, fill that time. Yes? I think commutes time is in the, the shop, Very good point. Yes, Mariana.
3: So talking about that time, we invested sometimes in toxic things that gets it affected. And one thing I'm thinking about when you're saying now, what would it Just neglect this part. This is yeah. the last part, especially if you work in the healthcare. This is the last part you care about. You just <coughs> care about your patients, but you think you don't care about this part about yourself. If I have a chance to quit some something that I do right now, I would invest in my mental health. Just mm-hmm. whatever it is: meditate, sleep early, uh, stop all kinds of toxic addiction that's that can be affecting me personally. Uh, where there's comparison, um, all stuff like this.
4: Mm.
1: That's a great, mm. great point. You said, and then we'll go to you.
2: Um, I'd love to give up Netflix. Mm-hmm. Not Netflix, Instagram. That's mm. what I'm thinking of. It's, uh, it's really hard, though, that you feel that, um, at least I feel that if I cut that out, you know, I get home, I may not talk to many people, and there, in a single app, I can see what's going on in a lot of people's lives simultaneously. Mm. Uh, and I'd love to read more. Mm. right? But um, it's 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 really tough. Like uh, Facebook to me is whatever now, but anything that involves a social circle where you don't have to speak to anybody because sometimes you don't want to talk to anybody and uh, go online and see what's going on. You know, other, yeah, yeah I definitely love to read more. Amazing. Why do you want to read more? I like learning. Like um, Mm. I, uh, I'll read. And you know the funny thing is, like Reddit, I use Twitter a lot. I read a lot of like two bit. I don't want to read anything, you know, fifty pages, but I'd rather read like one hundred sixty. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, It's really simple. It's bite sized I don't, you know, my attention. I find my attention span is zapped. Yeah. Except for this, this was good. (laughs) Uh My attention span is zapped. So, you know, when I go and pick up and read a book now, when I'm in bed, I am out, Like, I don't want to go to sleep.
1: Just crack a book open, break the spine, and you know, I'm out. <laughs> you know,
4: but uh, yeah, I love learning.
2: Like it, The irony is, I don't learn a thing when I'm doing the other thing. So. Amazing.
4: Mm-hmm. There's a hand up here. Yep. So, actually, I was going to mention there's this app called Uguru uh, Media. Yes. I don't know if you guys know it. Uh-huh. It's actually an amazing app. Uh, from, the church from Australia and it has basically every single priest around the world it's called The Worst Talks, every single priest around the world that like any sermons from this priest you'll find it on this app in English it's all in English and you can download it all offline at home and then whenever if you're in the car or anywhere you can just play it and listen to it and it also has like amazing blogs on it the blogs are unreal it actually has a very similar blog to the topic that you talked about today it's called Living in the Moment by Father Anthony Musia mm. it's a very very similar talk. To yes about.
1: Yes. That's a $10,000 example. No, is from exactly that. Oh, it is that. <coughs> right. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I listened to that to sermon it's and I was inspired app? by it. Oh, that's a blog. That's no, I listened to it on YouTube. Oh, wow. <laughs> the of no
8: other
2: Oh. You know, yeah. No. Let's just show
1: it. mm-hmm. Really? Interest, nice. Yeah. I'll, I'll look into it. I was actually driving when I was listening to it, and I had to turn around my phone so I don't see him like this <laughs> while I was driving. Uh, there was a hand back uh, there. I
8: yeah. I think one of the addictions that we use it for is also kind of uh, escaping reality, in a way. Okay. Uh, so you're kind of running out of your problems by, in, your, in this case, for example, for Netflix, it's kind of like walking a show. The, you want to run out of the reality that your job your job is boring or you had a hard day so you want to come and relax and relax and instead of doing something beneficial, getting stress relief from the gym or something you just watch a movie and read it or um, do something that's really, you know that it's not going to add value and you're going to feel bad after it but you do it anyways mm-hmm. anything by doing so you're actually relaxing but you're not, you're adding the stress um, for example news of kind of uh, example, you're escaping reality from keeping in touch with people by actually going to social media. Mm. So like, oh, okay, saying the world's coming, like, hey, congrats on whatever happened to you, or whatever. Instead of calling, actually speaking to them, it's kind of like yeah. escaping their reality. So I think that's one, one addiction that I personally ran into, and once I'm trying to kind of move out, uh, off, you find that your list of the things that you want to do is so much that sometimes 10,000 80 minutes a week is not enough. Mm-hmm. You would have like Arnold had a saying where he says like you want to sleep seven eight hours you have to sleep faster just do it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of like running out of time. That's just figure out a way. Just
2: yeah. <laughs> so That's I think
8: awesome. one of the addictions that we don't realize we're going through is escaping reality and also getting attracted attracted to negative energy mm-hmm. from people mm-hmm. from the surroundings and kind of like. Talking about accidents and how this happened, and a bomb and a fire. Yeah. You don't want to talk about that the whole day, but you're kind of. This is where you're living, and you're, you're you're enjoying it and talking to people about
1: it. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's a very good point. Any anybody else? Yes, John. Sorry, can you just speak a little louder?
6: Sure. No one does that. But anyways. Um, so I'm going to double that, build that pit, yeah. uh, just because it uh, was fun. Um, <laughs> uh, um, so why would I want to do this? I So three hours a day, You know, if you're in the morning, you just commute, commute, whatever, and you're working the whole day doing whatever, answering emails you don't want to answer, going to meetings you're not listening to, um, and you walk home. Sounds like you don't want to work. You go to, yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> Been exhausted the whole day, you've been, you know, really let's say productive the whole day. You just wanna, and this is kind of me, like I'm the mass person in Autoromax, but you just want to sit there and just like turn your brain off for an hour or two day. What is so wrong about
1: that? I'll I'll turn the question back to you guys.
0: So I don't think there's anything wrong with unwinding. I think uh, especially with the way that we work and the way that we exhaust ourselves, I think absolutely the mind and the body definitely needs an hour or two to, to just sit there and do nothing but to do it three times each day of the week is excessive I think if you were to do it maybe one day or if you want to break up that three hours throughout the week I think is okay, okay. Um, that's just my opinion mm-hmm. I don't know if I would want to I don't know if I would want to sit there for three hours Monday through Friday and yeah I'm just I doing did. the same thing it's I did. just time I
7: management that's all it is I mean, anyone that has a life Gotta know how to allocate your time.
1: Yeah?
8: Um, just to comment about your point. That's, um, I used to do it exactly what we were saying, in three hours, I would come in and I'd just crash. But at the end of the day, you would feel like you're actually not turning your brain off. You're actually excessively over um, stimulating. It's kind of dancing it in a way. Like you're always kind of thinking, um, getting involved. Or getting involved in whatever you're reading on social media, and you're getting that kind of vibe, whether it's negative or positive, and it's not actually happening to you. So instead of actually turning off, you're actually turning it on, but you don't feel it at that point. And the stress you wake up with the next morning, it's actually even, I feel, personally, I feel.
1: Um, I'll pass it off to George and then Yusuf and then Aki's asked me to wrap up so um, those two comments and then we'll I guess move to prayer go ahead George
5: I don't think Netflix or just chilling and not doing anything is, is what is a question I think what the, the, the standard is not like eat, like uh, the standard is not do something that is worth doing it's the standard is that we have been given time by God. Yeah. And we are responsible. We are stewards of that time. Like, you know the, 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 the parable where, you know, the man was given, different people were given different talents. And how did he use those talents, right? And, and that same standard is about time. And so it's not about, like, I mean, you could just be sitting there watching... Movies about Jesus, like for four hours a day, like is that productive? I don't know. Like, we just have to have that standard. It's not it, it, the standard that we're being upheld to is is in the Book of James that she mentioned, which is like, be careful how you use your time because time is is going to work against us. I think like losing, su- and that that even speaks to working so hard all day and coming home absolutely exhausted is that a good use of your time I don't know look I'd be praying about that that's i I certainly would pray about that like if I'm so done by the end of the day and I'm not necessarily doing anything for the kingdom or if I'm not um, you know pursuing my salvation and actually trying to get into heaven then am i actually being productive is this a good enough job for me or what should I be doing something that I'd be praying about, I'd be talking to my father, confession about, and really wrapping my head around it, Netflix would be the least of your issues, you know what I'm saying? But we get stuck in this, like, cycle, like, in North America, like, you work to live and you live to work, and and that's that's all we do, Um, and then you're just upset, like, of course I want to crash just for a couple of hours. How are you seeking your salvation? How are you, like, you know, at the end of the day, we, our goal is to get to heaven. And once we get to heaven, we want to fit in. Like, it's all got to be kind of a place we want to be and feel comfortable in. Um, and so if we aren't living in, in communion with Christ right now, you're going to get up there and you'll be like, man, this place is uh, it's not for me. And actually, it probably won't make the cut if that's how you feel, right? So, so it's about it's about it's about using your time here to be in communion with Christ in, in any way. I think that's what this, the standard is. That's what the call
1: is. Yusuf, did you want to add anything?
5: I don't know how to follow that up. <laughs> 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 so, but,
2: so uh, I was just going to say um, to comment on what John was saying. The slide you had, all those. Uh, those feelings that eh? you were feeling, when uh, I guess as a uh, as a side effect or result, yeah. of, you know, watching something, or bingeing something, or being addicted to something, <clears throat> fatigue was one of them. And you guys started this business. I guess you know you had an ambition for it. It could have been a business, could have been a hobby, could have been anything, yeah. whatever. But you, did you guys find energy out of like was because um, you said initially that you noticed you guys would be tired after watching. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're doing that. Did you find that throughout the day that you guys have a little more kick, you know, in your step yeah. and things like that? It's just a question for you guys. Yeah. Because, you know, in response to John, perhaps if you go home by the end of the day and you, like, kicked the habit, mm-hmm. you'd have more energy by the time you get to the end of the day, right?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I think one thing is removing all those negative um, shows, like, and those feelings of sadness from watching these bad shows like, I, like I, I said it already in my talk like when I would watch a breakup I felt like I was going through a breakup or when someone died or, or whatever I felt like I lost someone so imagine like removing yourself from all the sadness and bad news like I felt more happy I felt like a weight was lifted off my shoulder I was carrying problems of people that were fake that did not exist <laughs> so like that was just like one simple thing, I wasn't feeling as guilty anymore, I was feeling like I started to feel more productive. Um, and the fact that uh, we were working towards our goal, the one that like this this aspiration of starting a business that we did nothing about for a few years, even though we did little by little and small steps by small steps, it was just very motivating and energizing um, to bring to life. I, I, th- I equate it to
5: like, have you ever been to like Like Mm -hmm. an eight to five training where you're sitting, just listening to someone. Mm -hmm. Isn't it crazy how tired you are? Mm -hmm. Like, it's more tiring than like doing your normal job of walking and da 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 da. -da. It's that, like, it's that doing nothing that makes you even more tired than doing something. So, like, doing nothing and just sitting and watching TV was way more exhausting than just like doing what we wanted to do. So, (laughs) isn't that crazy? Like, just sitting there doing nothing makes you even more tired. Yeah, it's counterintuitive. So, yeah, yeah. Whereas being active, you could be killing yourself in the gym, exerting way much more energy, but you're more energetic. And so it's about like getting over that hump where it was like, yeah, like I'm tired now, but you know I'm turning when into now. I am. I'm going to do a uh, reconciliation in my mind of all of my goals. I'm going to plan these things out. I want to read more. Okay, so I'm going to schedule this thing, and I'm going to do this, you know, and, and you'll be more energized, or I, I believe so.
1: Thank you guys for your energy, your engagement. Appreciate it.
3: joining. Though <laughs> no, I think that he was not planning, but he did. Uh, maybe I want to share uh, also uh, one thing. Uh, nowadays, I'm, uh, I'm interested in neuroscience, I'm sure. Anyone interested in neuroscience? I've, I've, I've been watching like a speaker called Caroline Lee. Anyone heard about her? She's on YouTube. Actually, she's an amazing speaker. She's a Christian neuroscience. And uh, what she says, she's Everything that we do impacts our brain, physical brain. Any information that we take, any choices, any decisions that we make impacts our brain, how our brain functions. And she, 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 she kind of mapped it into trees, and how some choices makes the trees green, and, ham- and how some other choices make the, the, the trees inside our brain Kind of dots. So depending on choices that we make every day, this is basically it's impacting impacting our brain. So the choice of watching this, not watching this, what to watch, what not to watch, what to do with our time, what to do with our life, our choices, our decisions. This is this is whether we like it or not. Probably you're searching, Caroline Lee. (laughs) Uh, This is this is already impacting our brain and how we respond and the health and the well-being of our of our brain. And one of the pictures like um, I think it makes sense that we are created with a tendency towards addiction. We are created with a tendency towards addiction. And that's why this explains the verse holding or taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. So when I train my brain, when I make my brain addicted to the thoughts of Christ, this is when the green trees start to grow. If I hold it captive to anything away, this is when the trees come become, become kind of dull and die, or I would or I would become addicted to something else. So it's a choice that we make, and based on these choices that we make, we impact the health and the well-being of our brain and of our mental health and our sight, as well as was mentioned. How does this impact us? So, I think it's wonderful to reflect on uh, on this uh, uh, on, on this topic, how to be wise stewards and how to make use of the 10,000 minutes that we uh, that we have in our life. So, again, thank you, Jenny, and thank you. Thank you.
0: Uh, Just a show of hands, if you enjoyed Jenny's talk. Okay, so for those who weren't here (laughs) earlier, Jenny mentioned that I've been asking forever for George and Jenny to come give a talk. So Jenny's come and she's finally given her talk, so now the the pressure is on George. (laughs) (laughs) So we would like to see George come.